passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Joe, you there? I'm here. David Houston's here, my attorney. Joe, how are you, buddy? Good, man. Now, how long? How long? It's subject to monitoring and recording. (laughs) That'll interrupt us every once in a while. That's all right. That's that that makes it kind of like legitimize us. So, so Joe, how long have you been in uh, in this particular uh, jail? Well, I've been in jail for eight months now, and I haven't I haven't been convicted of a single crime. Wow. Now, Joe, I mean, aren't you freaked out a little bit about their kind of like railroading you? Um, I would be, but I have a great attorney, David Houston, who's, and, and I finally, Bubba, I've only been speaking out now for, you know, four or five weeks. I just started, uh, telling my story. I remained quiet for six months because I thought that the system would kick in. I thought it would work, and it just didn't, because what I've realized, when there's corruption, and there's corruption in, the, in this Florida town that's holding me without bail, and, uh, it, it doesn't work. You know, you know, there's judicial corruption, there's police corruption, there's... And there's and this is all documented. And there's and there's uh, prosecutorial corruption. Now, but Joe, let me ask you a question. How can uh, and I don't know the. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe your your attorney can help me out here. But how can a judge? First of all, why are you in Reno if you, if the guy if the judge in Florida is the one that's being an asshole? Bubba, let well, me take you through okay. this. What had happened well, is they transported Joe back to Reno. We had to fight to get him well, to Reno, let, Nevada. Let me explain why I'm in jail first, though. I'm in jail because I was in Bubba. I was in a civil lawsuit, not criminal lawsuit, in April, and the judge ordered me to settle or go to jail. And to settle was with his ex-law partner, who was the guy who was suing me. He's his best friend for 35 years, his fraternity brother, and his ex-law partner, and the guy that gave the confirmation to the speech at the judge's confirmation hearing. Now, he, he's, the one, he's, guy, the one that, he's the one that represented those two. I was in jail for not settling. The guy wanted $70 million from me, and the judge put me in jail for not settling with his ex-law partner. Now, was that in conjunction with uh, the two-girl underage, that shit? They were representing the girl, but it was a civil lawsuit. Right, right. I'm saying that, that the uh, the judge we're talking about, uh, the law firm was with the, the law firm that was representing those two gals, right? Right. That's correct. And so now how can, now, how can a judge... Say I'm going to put you in jail if you don't settle. At you, if you don't settle, doesn't the way it's supposed to work is then you go to then you go then you go to court. Yeah, but you know, still to this day, the judge has given no legal basis for that for putting me in jail, and I turned myself in, Bubba. But understand, it was an illegal order to order me to jail, and it was Good Friday and Easter weekend. Under the advice of my attorneys, the now bad advice, they said relax. He can't do that. That's illegal. He can't make you go to jail. And so I waited till Monday to go turn myself in, which was four days. Right. And I turned myself in four days late. So then the judge sentences me to 35 days in jail for criminal contempt. Then, upon entering the jail, this is why I'm still in jail, Baba. Upon entering the jail, I've never been to jail before. I have my own cash, 
and my own prescription cholesterol. This call is subject to monitoring <laughs> and recording. My own cash and my own prescription cholesterol and Lunesta sleep aid. Right. Okay? The town there, it's been after me for five years, charges me with two felony introduction of contraband and refuses to give me a bail hearing and holds me. I've been held without bail on those charges. Now, so, I'm in Reno because I got transferred here because, thank God, I got indicted on tax evasion. <laughs> which is, I'm sure I'll beat this, but, but it allowed me, it allowed David Houston to transfer me to Reno, and that's why I sit in Reno. But within one hour after being here in Reno, David Houston got me a bail. Okay, the judge ordered me released. Then Florida went and put a detainer on me for those uh, stupid uh, Mickey Mouse bullshit uh, introduction of contraband charges. So the bottom line is, the, the, the biggest charge of all is some bullshit contraband deal, of which it was prescription stuff that, that you have prescriptions for. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. But they're holding me. No one, Bubba, gets held without bail in this country. Lindsay Lohan gets charged with cocaine twice, walks in and out of the freaking facility in a day. You know, Phil Spector, O.J. Simpson, far worse crimes, you know, that, that I'm uh, alleged, a prescription medication crime, and I have been held without bail, without a hearing for bail. Now, Joe, how can... my Eighth Amendment constitutional right for bail for eight fucking months. Well, Joe, how can something... I mean, like, uh, let me ask Mr. Houston. Mr. Houston, how can something like this happen? Well, Bubba, it shouldn't. I mean, that really sounds like a lame response. But what we've done, we've become involved in the last seven, eight months, and what we're doing is trying to work with the federal courts to get them to police what this court in Florida is doing. And in fairness to the, the federal court system being asked to jump in here, we filed three motions in Florida asking that they reconsider this bond position and that they let Joe out on a reasonable bail. So that, so that he can fight his case. Nobody should be put in jail before they're convicted. Florida has refused to do it three times. So we've finally gone to the federal court and asked the federal judge to get involved and review what Florida has done and literally overrule Florida's court and allow Joe to be released on bail. In other words, don't pay any attention to this hold that Florida has placed on Joe Francis no, because the hold no, is there for all the wrong no, reasons. Mr. Houston, have you, uh, is, can the governor get involved? Because for the first time in a long time, we actually got a pretty damn good governor right now. I usually think the most of them are assholes. But Charlie i, I got to tell you, we've, we've sent copies of this petition that I filed in federal court to the governor of Florida, right. to the attorney general of Florida, and to the Florida State Bar Association, asking that they investigate and get involved as well. Have you sent anything to the Judicial Qualifications Commission? No, we have not. No, Because that, no. that's who governs the judges in Florida. Right, and the, the judge issue, in fact, it was funny because I was just talking with Joe about that, is something, I mean, obviously we have a lot of fights going on right now, and you can right. only fight so many fires at once. And clearly what the judge did was wrong, and that's what created the problem. But the main thing we have to concentrate now is getting him out of jail. Now, have you gone to the, the, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta? We did go to the 11th Circuit Court on one issue, but we have gone to the District of Nevada Federal Court in reference to the habeas petition because he's currently housed here in Nevada. So we have to approach this district because they have... The primary jurisdiction. I mean, now, Joe, let me ask you now, a question. Now, look, Joe, this is so complicated that, you know, I, we, I have a website, we, meetjoefrancis.com, where you can go and you can... Well, no, what, 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 Joe, what is it again? Meetjoefrancis.com. Meetjoefrancis.com? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta ask you... This whole thing. 
Now, I, I got to ask you a question, Joe, if you don't mind. How do you get in so much shit? I mean, seriously. I mean, Every, Joe, you got so much money and you got so much going for you, but you're always getting in all kinds of problems. Well, but it kind of seems that way, but not really. It's all from this town. Like, every problem I've ever had, other than the tax issue, every single problem, which, and the tax issue came out of all this crap, every single thing has come out of one incident in 2003. Now, Joe, I will tell you, man, I will tell you this, though. I I was interested in in your information that you told me about the guy demanding $70 million because it seems as though the media, and maybe this was because they're all, uh, they're just doing on what the judge said, this this corrupt-ass judge, but we were always, I don't know you, Joe, but I've I've kept up on this article, we were always kind of under the assumption that you were being a dick to these two girls and settling and kind of like wanting to lowball them and stuff. I didn't have any idea that the judge... No, right. So I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you what we were told. I understand. Well, let me paint the picture to you. And when you go on the website, there's, a, there's an article written by ADR, which is mediation, which is the, the, the kind of the, the, the governing body of, of mediation, the uh, alternative dispute resolution. And uh, a guy wrote, this call is subject to monitoring and recording. A five-page article that sort of talks about all this mediation stuff. Understand, I never even saw the girls. I was in a, we were in two separate rooms at the Marriott Hotel in a confidential mediation. Um, they were completely on the other side of the hotel with me. I was only in a room with seasoned trial lawyers, and what I said is, I'm going to bury you. And then these guys said, you're an asshole, and then they demanded $70 million, and I told them to suck my dick, Okay. <laughs> which I think is an appropriate reaction to that. So, I mean, at and the, at the end of the day, now, at the end of the day, do you, you already had, a, a, a from what I've been told, and I could be wrong, but I was under the assumption that you already had a figure with these with these two girls or the or the, or the the lawyers or something. Did the 70 million just, I mean, I would tell somebody to suck my dick as well if, the, if, if you had. <laughs> I know, that was a natural reaction. I, I have to tell you, that rolled off my tongue. I mean, I heard it was a million, a million and a half a girl, something like that. I could be wrong. And, and did they throw this 70 million? million deal last second what just to I fuck paid was astronomical and i and i signed it from a jail cell and the, the first thing i'm doing i'm going to get my money back next week i'm, I'm going to make right and i'm going to go put these dirty judges in jail too now i'm now, going i mean so has have the girls been paid joe yes they wow. got paid because i was put in a jail cell i was locked in a refrigerator for four hours oh. and then forced to sign it tell and I was told I would be let go of, out of jail after he put me in jail to sign a settlement agreement. Of which, okay? no, of which, and of which. And they put me in a fucking refrigerator for four hours. And then I the, was and, blue. And, and the settlement. And there's a picture on meetjoefrancis.com if you go there right now. Well, there's, number one, there's the headline of the newspaper, Judge to Francis Settle or Jail. And then, and then the, the next page is a picture of me in a jail cell being forced to sign a settlement agreement and execute a wire being told I would be released from jail, and then the guy stuck me in there for 35 days. Mr. Houston, let me, actually eight months Mr. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Houston. Uh, when all this, if the right thing is done by Joe, and we and you can finally get the right people or the feds involved in this situation, what are the people, I mean, wishful thinking, what are the people that have wronged Joe facing? What I mean, what are you alleged could, could, have, could happen to these assholes? Well, you know, there's so many different things. we got a state's attorney that we allege has committed a second degree felony in Florida. We've got a judge in the federal system that certainly should have recused himself from hearing this case involving his ex-law partner representing the girls. Somebody's going to have to deal with the ethical concerns of a federal judge telling 
Francis, at least according to the newspaper headline, you either settle or you go to jail. We've got a situation where we have two girls that have collected an astronomical sum of money along with their lawyers based upon the fact they were able to keep Francis in jail through this judge and through the entire settlement process. They used the prospect of continuing his incarceration if he didn't settle. And for that reason, we think that settlement should be turned back to Joe Francis, whatever may be left of it, and certainly the rest of it put on top of them so they can start paying that back. I mean, the list is almost endless from the standpoint of the fact this has been going on for four years. But isn't this, isn't, isn't like forcing somebody to sign something uh, while they're in a jail cell, isn't that, uh, I mean, criminal? I mean, yeah, I've my, never even heard of anything like this it, it, happening. I've never heard of an individual settling a civil suit from a jail cell dressed out in jail clothes while they sign the documents and wire transfers to make certain money is paid to other people it sounds like because extortion. they didn't settle. It sounds like extortion. It, it really like, does. It sounds like fucking extortion. Hey, it's as close as it comes, and, the, you know, unfortunately in Bay County, Florida, it's just business as usual. Well, you know, now, the, now this judge in the lawsuit, was this a federal lawsuit or a state of Florida judge? It was a federal lawsuit because, of course, they have a thing called diversity of citizenship. If you're suing somebody from another state or a business, then, of course, you're going to use federal court. The interesting thing about this federal lawsuit, when it was first filed, it wasn't assigned to this judge who was the ex-law partner. And it got dismissed, and then refiled. And it still didn't get assigned to this ex-law partner. No. So in that case, it finally got reassigned to the ex-law partner on the third go-round. We call that shopping for a judge. Yeah, and, and are we talk, we're talking about a federal judge here that's appointed by the president? Absolutely. Oh. I mean, it's an unbelievable chain of circumstances, and truly, if you look on that website and you read about what happened, the first thing you're going to say is, this can't be true. Then you can look to the documents that show you it's true. And when I first got involved in this case, I didn't believe it. So, Joe, let me ask you a question, okay? Okay. Let's just go through the chain of events now, because, I mean, and, and go through what they alleged you did and then what the price you've had to pay for that. And, I mean, so... Uh, let, let's just be kind of a devil's advocate here. This is okay. what this is what people in Florida, and that's where we're based out of Tampa. This is what, and they gave you a really bad name, Joe. And your girl's gone wild. Deal has obviously been a huge money maker for you. So this is this is kind of the layman's term. You fly your big jet into uh, into Panama City, and you your camera guys. I don't think necessarily you. Uh, cool, uh, get a couple girls. Well, to... it starts earlier than that. Okay, so okay, you, so that uh, okay, spring so... break two thousand three. Okay, girls gone wild. This is where it all starts. We were doing a, a pay-per-view with the WWE, with uh, wrestling, and I was a character on wrestling during 2002, 2003, yeah. and it builds up, it kind of culminates onto this, into this, uh, into this uh, pay-per-view event that was happening on spring break in Panama City. Right. Actually, uh, Two weeks before the event, Mayor Lee Sullivan and the officials of Panama City get together and say, you're not welcome, you can't come. And uh, if you come, we'll arrest you. I sue the mayor, the officials, the mayor, the sheriff, the chief of police, the city, personally, in federal court in Tallahassee, okay? I win. I win forcing them to back down. And we have an agreement that, you know, a, you know, a, a settlement agreement with them. They Then I come to town, they assign a secret task force. Two weeks after, two weeks after my victory in that case against them, and I have never even had a, a, much less a traffic ticket in my whole life, okay? They, they charged me with 71 felonies totaling 335 years in prison from everything from racketeering to drug trafficking.
trafficking. They they seized my plane. Okay, they sent out a press release saying a quantity of cocaine has been found aboard my about aboard my plane. Now, was there cocaine on the plane? Nope. Okay. Okay, and but it still cost me one point five million dollars in legal fees to fight them to win that plane back. That ninety days later, the judge turned it over and said. What you, there's no, there's no cocaine. They admitted lying about that. They admitted lying about the arrest warrant. They admitted lying about everything else. You know, the, uh, over it cost me probably it's probably cost me about twenty million bucks so far. Wow. Those legal, those uh, those um, seventy-one felonies dropped to four. Okay, that are still in existence. Now, what are those four, Joe? The four are two, two uh, charges of conspiracy and two charges of sexual performance of a, of, of a minor. Okay. Now, now, for a filming incident, this whole thing stems from a, where two 17-year-old girls lied about their age, and their release forms are all on meetjoefrancis.com. Uh, you can read them, okay, where they falsified release forms. You mean the 2257s? Um, a 20, no, there's... This call is subject to monitoring and recording. No 2257 form. Okay. Okay, there's no 2257 form. But um, a 2257 is, is, is a new law anyway. Right. Um, but they um, they falsified release forms. They lied about their age on camera. Now, see, the, we, we were told. Now, Joe, I'm yeah. just being devil's advocate. Like, hey, you know, with the, I want this, you to be. Go they, ahead. The, we were told, and Brent and Spies helped me out. We yeah. were always told that, that, that there was film of your camera guys saying. Just say that you're 18. Say that you're 18. We know that you're 16, but just go ahead and say <laughs> that you're 18. Now, see, Joe, that's, I mean, that's what, the story. That's really the story. That's, that's, you know, we're not trying to Are be you di- kidding me? No, I mean, I, I, I've never I, even heard that one. No, Joe, if I, you want a transcript of the tape, I wish I could show it to you, but I wasn't there when they filmed it, and I've never seen the tape. Well, Joe, it so, seems like, I know you're the president of the company, but it seems like they asked, I mean, you, I, I know that there's a certain amount of, 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 of responsibility that you have to have, but at the end of the day, isn't it, the, if, if this did look, indeed happen, either, the camera Either one of the camera yeah. guys is sitting in jail. Right, that's, okay? what, that's what I'm trying to say. They didn't want their ass, trust me. No, yeah. they, don't want, they don't want those guys. No, they, they want you. either one of them. One of them didn't even get charged. <laughs> I mean, the, the other cameraman had, you know, when they raided his hotel room, had cocaine and drugs and all these other things on him. And I mean, they didn't even charge him. Now, and in Florida, oh, go ahead, Spice. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, there was. I mean, these the, are also understand they don't work for me. They were independent contractors. Now, Joe, there was a lot of talk about you having a mental breakdown in jail as well. How true was that? I mean, were you really having a mental breakdown? Or yeah, what these guys did in Panama City. Come on, man. You know, Bay County, Florida is a scary place, Bubba. Come on. Now, what did they, what I mean, did they do to you in jail? Camp. This is boot camp territory up there. Well, you know, what, you know what? You're talking to people that have been in the system in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we've been charged. I got arrested. I got railroaded as well. But, Joe, like, what is some of the shit that they. That, that maybe you've not been able to talk about but that these assholes did to you. No, I've talked about, look, look, shower, they belly chained me, handcuffed me, and, and shackled me naked in the shower, okay? I'm in for civil contempt of court, okay? They housed me in a murder, in, in, in a murder wing in a solitary cell. They put a street lamp over me 24 hours a day. They won't give me toilet paper. They wouldn't give me prescription medications. They, you know, would deny me food. I mean, he was constant, constant, like, tor- torturing me. Hey, Bobby, I mean, here's, a, here's a good comparison. At the same time Joe was locked up in this jail, there was a fellow by the name of Herman Harmon who allegedly shot somebody in the head with a thirty-eight caliber pistol, killed them, 
Once they brought him to jail, he captured a guard and then tried to escape from the facility. And within a couple of days, the court system in Bay County decided he should have an $85,000 bail. This is while Francis is sitting in there and cannot get a bail for possessing his own prescription medication. Now, Mr. Houston, let me ask you a question. I always was under the impression that bail was based on uh, the flight risk of a person. It seems like a guy that's as affluent as Mr. Francis is not, not a fucking flight risk and has a bunch of assets to assure the fact that he'll be in court. I don't get it. Well, absolutely, and I'll take it, I'll take it a step further. The very day, that was June 4th of this year, that we appeared in federal court, the federal judge evaluated both cases, the federal case and the cases in Florida, and decided they could give Francis a bail. The very next day, June 5th, Bay County responded by revoking his bail in the 2003 case involving the two underage girls, and they refused to give him bail in this new case referencing his prescription medication he had when he was in jail. Now, Mr. Mr. Houston, now, bail is not supposed to be, or holding somebody, uh, remanding somebody, is not supposed to be punitive. I mean, there's, Absolutely there's, not. there's plenty of case law that states that, correct? And I'm, Absolutely. And, 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 and we have filed it every time with each bail motion that's been presented in Bay County, and each time the courts have chosen to deny it based upon this theory. They claim that Mr. Francis's activity in being rearrested in 2007 with his own prescription medication constituted impunity toward the court system, and for that reason, they were not going to set bail for 2007, and they would revoke his bail for the 2003 case. And then I'm looking at Herman Hart. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba 
That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Armin in figuring out that if you shoot somebody in the head, capture a guard and try to escape, that doesn't represent impunity toward the court system. But God help you if you have your own prescription medication. Now, now I, I'm, I'm not, please, I don't want my listeners to think that I'm trying to stick up for Joe, because I'm, I'm not. I mean, I want to hear all the cases here. I want to hear all the information. But it, it, on the way I'm hearing it is the guy had Lunesta and a, and a, and a Lipitor. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, that's that's not bad at all. I mean, please, I'd get I'd get caught with the same shit. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba would you sneak that in a jail? No. If you knew you couldn't have it. Would you have it with you in, in cash? Come on, if they searched me or they told me I couldn't have it. But now, Bubba, here's the real kicker. Let me tell you the real kicker. The just so happens that the person that charges me with that in the jail and lets me walk into it. By the way, after I disclose it on my medical form which is also available at Meet Joe Francis. I disclosed I was walking in with it to the deputy. This call is subject to monitoring and recording. Just so happens it's the same sheriff's deputy, Faith Bell, who arrested me in 2003 and charged me with 71 felonies. Now, for the Lunesta and the cash, originally, I've only been arrested twice in my entire life, both by the same person, okay? (laughs) First, she charges me with 335 years, then she gets admonished, and I beat the crap out of her over four years. She gets demoted and embarrassed by the judge in Florida, who basically tells her that she lied with an, with an intent to deceive the court. No. That's what the judge said about this woman. Then I'm in the jail being sent by this other judge for not settling a civil lawsuit. So she arrests me for the Lunesta in her custody. This is the, only, the second time I've ever been arrested in my life by the same woman. She originally charges me with 85 years in prison for it, okay? Because she charged me with five years for every pill, which was later thrown out. Now, Joe, Joe, let me... understand, this woman has tried to put me away for 450 years by herself. Joe, let me me just say something here. Yeah. and I hope that nobody. I mean, you think it's a vendetta? Well, yeah, but uh, here's another deal, man. You know what? I, I, uh, I, I, I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit for this, but yeah. they, 17 year old girls, Brent, showing their tits. Yeah. Uh, is I mean, now, hey, if it's 14, 13, 12, you got a couple 17-year-old girls. Now, I know it's the letter of the law, but there's also the spirit of the law as well. Two 17-year-old girls on spring break showing their tits. Is it really that big of a fucking deal? Yeah, is it really bad of a fucking deal? How about I wasn't there? How about why the hell am I being charged? And, and, and here's what the, do I have to do with it? Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the crux of the, of the issue. Number one is they didn't want Joe... In Panama, in, in Panama City. Right. Joe beat them in court. But look, they also don't want black people there. They also <laughs> don't want homosexuals there. These people don't want anyone there except for, except for the, their, their kind. 
you know? Well, I mean, you know, we believe me, we we know how the court systems in Florida work. I mean, we, yeah. we, we've well, been a victim of it ourselves. So. so, so I mean, Mr. Houston, what's next for Joe? I mean, uh, do, do you have any local counsel in in, 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 Pan- in Bay County? Yeah, well, actually, we've got Roy Black out of Miami representing Joe in Florida. Yeah, Roy Black's my attorney in Florida. Roy Black's, I mean, he's big. I mean, he represented Rush Limbaugh. He's a right. big-time attorney. But Yeah, and, you know, i got to tell you. Okay, I can, can, I, can I tell you what Roy Black has said? He's been a lawyer for 35 years. Him and oh, yeah. everyone at his firm have never seen a case like this ever, okay? Roy Black describes it as Mike Nifong times a thousand. It I- is... Like, nothing they've ever seen. And like Houston said earlier, you just can't believe it. You read the story, and you go to meet Joe Francis, and it's unbelievable. Yeah, because because the story that I'm hearing from Joe and his attorney here is really unreal. This is the good old boy network that's well, and, and that's the, really the biggest this problem we have, is, is when you tell this story to people, they don't believe you, because they think nothing like this could possibly happen that people couldn't get away with this. And when you look back, and if you go to that website, and you look at the documents that corroborate each one of these points, because these aren't just allegations. These girls, they did depositions after the fact. These girls admit Francis wasn't there. They didn't meet him until after the fact. They lied about their ages. They wanted to do what they did. But nonetheless, you got Joe Francis, who gets charged with over 300 years in prison, because you've got the town fathers who want to pay him back for successfully suing them because they're living off the dollars of spring break and they're a little bit embarrassed about it. And when Francis says he's going to come down and film spring break, they decide, no, you're not. Now, Mr. Houston, was that figure that the, that the girls got, it was it ever publicly released? No, and as a matter of fact, we're not able to release it because right. if we do, that constitutes a violation of the confidentiality agreement okay. imposed by the court. Right. Which would mean additional contempt. But you Which can't... means the same judge would order me back to jail again. The same same nutball. And and here's the and here's the problem is, you know, as Mr. Houston stated, it's a federal judge appointed for life by the president. So those are sometimes uh, that's a big hurdle to get now, over. Now, Joe, on a on a lighter note, let me ask you a question on a lighter yeah. note. How's the Girls Gone Wild franchise? Is it still doing good? Yeah, I mean, look, Girls Gone Wild is bigger than Joe Francis. And uh, and to be honest, it's like, you know, the more controversy for Girls Gone Wild, the better. Because people don't buy Girls Gone Wild for Joe Francis. They buy it because it's beautiful, hot, naked girls. And so Girls Gone Wild continues to employ 350 people in Los Angeles and thrive as a business. Now, I mean, are you still, are you, do you still run it day to day? Or do you, I mean, are you? I, well, that's a little impossible. I mean, I'm talking to you from the payphone in a jail No, I know that. I mean, I mean are you still the CEO? Are you still the main guy? Of course. I, you know, look, I own it 100%. Right. I'm, but, um, you know, am I still day-to-day? You know, I have my president, Scott Barber, running the uh, the company and, you know, and, and a bunch of other very qualified, talented people. Now, as much as I don't necessarily like you on certain levels, Joe, uh, as far as, um, like, your socialite uh, stuff and certain things that you hear and things of that nature, i got to tell you, as much as I don't like you on some levels, you're getting fucked with pretty bad on this. I, feel, I, mean, I, I really feel I, for yeah, the guy. This, this is not right. Man. It's like a whole different level, This man. guy has gotten fucking railroad to the ninth degree, man. This is this is horrible, yeah, man. This it's is, all, you know what? It's all because he, uh, you know, has a good little fucking thing going, and, and God forbid he ruffles a few feathers yeah, now, that people it, don't like. It's it, you know what? You think for one minute, if we went and did a lot 
live broadcast in, in Panama City and Bay County, Florida. I think they wouldn't yeah, arrest one us. One minute left. Yeah. Call back in, guys. Hold on. All right, Dave. Thank yeah. you for using Evercom. Well, you know, and we've tried to draw the comparison with, with some of the folks that talked about Joe and said, well, hey, it's just Joe Francis. Who cares? And some of these people are, of course, radio personalities, and it'd be the same thing if they said something that offended the mayor of their town, and as soon as they finish their show, they go out into the parking lot, and there's a police cruiser ready to pick them up. Well, that kind all, of thing all of a sudden, they're going to care. Well, believe me, you've got, you've got people that are compassionate here. Because we, got, we got arrested for um, having a barbecue with a hall. We, we, uh, you know, we had a, a Bubba's Roadkill barbecue and we got put in jail and I went, uh, went on trial for that. We went well, all that's, that's what I mean. If somebody in power wants to stop you from doing something and you tell them, I've got a right to do this, chances are they're going to figure out a way to arrest you because they have the ability to do that. Yeah, and, and you know what? We, we won. We, we, we were cleared in 52 minutes by a jury of our peers. But yet, still, this has followed us. And, and afterwards, I wanted to go ask somebody, where do we go to get our, 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 our good names back and our lives back after this? You know, and that's part of this whole problem, because for four years, part of Francis's negative image out there is not only based upon what people perceive that he does and the type of person he is, but you got to remember, Panama City was pumping out information into the press. They were calling him a drug trafficker, a child pornographer, and the attorneys he had at that point weren't responding. So for four years, that whole image was allowed to set up like concrete, and now what we're trying to do is go back and point out all of the falsehoods, because these people were lying when they were doing it. Everybody knew it. But no one said anything about it. Oh, yeah. We, we, the information we were getting down here in Florida was that Joe was on the plane, and these girls were, and he, and he asked them to lie about their age, and there was cocaine, and Joe's a bad guy, and he's an asshole. That's what we were all conditioned to think. Yeah. Well, you know, the amazing thing is the state has this tape of these two girls, and when we say we haven't seen it, we're serious. The state would not I've provide, never seen it, guys. I've never seen a copy videotape. of it. They would not give a copy of that tape to Joe's defense counsel in Florida because they said it was pornography. They couldn't duplicate it. So what the state did instead, state attorney Meadows invited Martin Brashear from Nightline to a private showing of the pornography when Brashear was down there filming and interviewing Meadows for the purpose of Nightline. Oh my! And God. It, it's an amazing thing, guys. That's a sec- as, of, as of October first. Now Chris has made that a second degree felony. Okay, so that means. Steve Meadows has committed, State Attorney Steve Meadows committed four second-degree felonies in front of five million witnesses on that episode of Nightline. So so he set up by st- telling you that he cannot turn the tape over to you because it's pornography. So he's already admitting that he's showing pornography to the yeah. ABC reporter, Martin Bashir. Admitting, go to, go to meetjoefrancis.com. It's on the front, first page. Click on Nightline and watch him. You can watch him showing child pornography and sitting there in front of Martin Bashir. And then you can read our motion right below it. Now, Joe, oh, I'm sorry. Can I, can I ask something yeah, real quick? Go, go ahead. Now, this is something I don't know if you want to touch on or not, but, you know, I remember the story about you getting kidnapped and uh, held it uh, on a bed with a dildo around your ass and all these and all we, these things. And, and I want to hear his side of the story. Yeah, I got to know your side of that because, you know, obviously the, the media, you know, I don't know if they've, they probably didn't favor you on that story at all, but uh, what's your take on that? Well, my, my take? I thought I was going to die. I mean... I, look, and, and I address, if, if you go to meet Joe Francis, you can read the story on all that. Right. I mean, that night I really thought I was going to die. What happened? I had a, well, the guy broke in my house, mm-hmm. and I, I walked in my house one night, he came out of my kitchen with a mask on, with a gun pointed at me, ordered me to the ground, put the gun to my head, tied my wrists, um, and then uh, robbed me. Sold Picasso and some other valuables from the house, then uh, made a videotape, pulled down my pants, never put anything in. He put a dildo next to me 
right. but it made me say I was Joe from Guys Gone Wild or some ridiculous stuff. I mean, look, I'm not a homophobic guy, so it, it didn't bother me, but you could clearly see there was a gun on my head. This call is subject to monitoring and recording. If you ever saw the video, I mean, there was a gun on my head, and, and uh, the guy uh, then uh, tied me up, threw me in the back of the Bentley, gagged me, left me, and left the car in Beverly Hills, took off, and then proceeded to extort me for the tape, mm-hmm. you know, saying he was going to release the tape if, and, and I basically said, you know, fuck you, release the tape. I, I don't give a shit. Did they, now, did they ever catch I'm not him? Paying you a damn, I'm not paying you a dime. Did they ever catch a guy? Yeah, they caught the guy because my ex-girlfriend, or, uh, Paris Hilton. Well, what a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really sold you down the river, it she's seems. A, hey, Joe, don't get mad at me, but she's a cunt. She is a cunt. She, she really sold you down the river in all these interviews and stuff. When that whole case was Meanwhile, going on, she she barely I, acknowledged you know, knowing you. Meanwhile, Joe, like, she should have stuck like, up for you. She's like, you know, look, I understand why. Uh, okay. And I've never, I've never talked about this publicly, but you know what? I don't give a shit anymore. And you know what? I'll tell you the real story behind that whole thing. Yeah. This is an exclusive because I have never told this to anyone. But the real story behind that, that whole thing, and when Paris told me the deal, do you remember the tape where Paris uses the N-word? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we, have, okay. we have audio. Do you remember how that tape suddenly disappeared? Yeah. yeah. It really did, yeah. Okay. Do you know where, why? Because this guy, Darnell Riley, who kidnapped me, was extorting Paris. He was the guy who leaked and who had the tape, who stole it from Paris's house. Paris and Nikki were also robbed by the same guy, and he got a hold of that tape out of her own possessions. Paris never went even downtown to claim, because I went through all the stuff downtown. It was seized from his place in downtown L.A. Uh, Parker Center, right. the police station downtown, and went through and picked out all my stuff. And it was all boxes of Paris and stuff that was stolen. He had the tape with the N-word on it, and she was paying him $20,000 a month, and she was sick of paying him. And that's why she leaked the information about me. Now, when it came time, you know, uh, when it came time to, you know, talk to the police, she got scared. He had the tape with another guy, his partner, which was this guy, Will Wright, and they were going to release the tape on her. And that's when she started backtracking and saying, oh, I never dated, I don't, I don't know Joe Francis. Yeah, and she was a bitch for that. So she was paying this guy 20 grand hush money a month so for that thing not to get out as soon as that's she did. Why, guys, have you ever seen the tape? No, I've never seen I, I, it. We've got, the, we've, got, we've got the no audio. No one knows that. I've never told that story, but I don't give a shit anymore. Now, Fuck Joe, her. Now, I'm Joe. Not, I, her. I hate her, Joe. I hate her. Oh. Well, on top of that, Joe, a lot of other people in Hollywood seem to have sold you down the river as well. Um, you know, I don't know if it was Kim Kardashian. I'm trying to think. but uh, No, I love Kim. Okay, but there's all these. The Kardashians are the best, man. Okay, there's all these uh, figures, though, that when you ask them if they know Joe, they go, oh, no, not really. Why are they so afraid to... I I would think Paris would be the the only one I've I've ever seen or heard. Like, I mean, look, everyone else, even girls I've dated, I I mean, I I went back and forth with calls and emails yesterday with Kim Stewart, still close friends, close friends with Lindsay Lohan. I mean, all these people have... This call is subject to monitoring and recording. All these people have stood by me during the... You know, during this ordeal. Now they're standing by you, but do you think? Do you think they're laughing behind your back? Like, if not you, at all. No, not at all. I mean, no, I mean, I talked to Kim Stewart's mother. I talked to the family. I talked to. You now my friend Mario Lopez came up and did an interview up here. You know, my friend Quincy Jones, my neighbor in Bel Air. I talked to him all the time. Now, he came Joe, to see me in a Florida jail. Joe, how was uh, how was Paris in bed? Pretty damn good. Really? Paris, <laughs> yeah, Paris is a champion, but you know, it's like practice makes perfect. You know, she's also. And I think I pretty much had her at her best at 22 years old. Right. You well, know? Now, now you got to say, she if, just if, looks if like you a regular. Go online whore. and look at the, the sex tapes that like got seized from her storage or whatever, or right. stolen from her storage. 
I mean, you can see, like, where I was video, I was videotaping all that stuff, and it was, she looked great then. What do you mean you were videotaping all that stuff? You don't remember when that whole, like, Paris Exposed website I, I re- came out? Yeah, I remember yeah. that, but and you there's were, him, he's so, a, okay. You know so. with her in the bathtub, have, have you seen those videos? I never saw the video of it. I mean, obviously, I heard about it, but Just I didn't see the Google video. Google Paris Hilton, Joe Fran. I mean, I've, I've seen it all over YouTube. Now, who, that, that's me videotaping that. Give, give us a Hollywood chick that you're uh, proud of uh, proud of banging besides Paris. I mean, you know, because sure. she, she's she's called you to the carpet. I mean, she's called you an asshole. You know, the whole deal. But what what's that one girl out there that maybe the people don't know? Well, I probably wouldn't mention that on the show. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you know, there's uh, there's great ones out there. There there's, really are. I mean, you would know, there be quality would there, people in Hollywood? Now. Would, there, would there be somebody that would knock our socks off, Joe, that you fucked? Really, but I but I really want to do it again. <laughs> no, it's got to be killing you being in jail for for six months now or whatever it is. No pussy, no, Joe. No, no pussy. I haven't got laid for seven months, guys. I mean, Joe, you are right in the mix of all the pussy. You're rich. You got planes. You, you got a great franchise and girls gone wild. I mean, you're probably getting all no names mentioned, but all kinds of quality ass. And now you ain't got shit. Well, Bubba, it's gonna be you and me after this, man. We're going on a road trip. The Bubba the Love Sponge and Joe Francis road trip. What do you think? Oh yeah, just come pick me up in your big ass jet. Buddy. You, know, you know what? I met I met Joe. I met you in Gainesville. I came up with Test when we were oh. doing the pre-shoots. This call is subject to monitoring and recording. You remember that was 2002. That was leading up all yes, the way, exactly. right, to, right to this event. Yeah. I, I, I remember that. The, and remember and the, we went to the we went to the. Uh, the uh, eight seconds or whatever, but, right? Well, we ended up going down to another bus. Yeah, we went eight, around the corner. I yeah, remember that. Yeah, and uh, then the tow truck driver came up and wanted to tow your bus, and we had to pay him <laughs> off. Wait, no. Are you Tess's buddy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tess's Oh, my buddy. God. Okay, no, I totally remember that. I, dude, I, I couldn't act in those days. I was trying to do that shoot. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, it was the, it was the pre-tape for WWE. And right. it's kind of hard. Yeah, it was kind of hard to act against the wrestler, too, because they're, they're not exactly the best actors. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, a couple things. One, Mr. Houston, as this thing progresses, if you need us, man, to help you out or to get the word out, uh, you know, every I, I, I hope that Joe's not in very much longer, but if he is in for a little bit longer, use us in every way you can uh, to do an interview every 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 you know few weeks or something to get the word yeah. out because I'm, I'm all about sticking up for Joe right now, buddy. Great. Thank you. And Joe, when you do get out, bitch, come to Tampa. We're not a bunch of fucking hillbillies like Panama City. We I know you are. We got a lot of good shit down here, and we'll take you up on your offer, buddy. Good, man. We're, we're, we're all going to hit the road together because I, I have about seven months of fucking to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got tons of Seattle's, my friend. I'll tell you that good. right now. Hey, it's, it's meetjoefrancis.com. It, it'll give you all kind of the whole ordeal what Joe has gone it's through. It's cleared up a lot for me today. I'll well, tell you that. Uh, more importantly, Joe, I, I just feel as if the media really had a smear campaign going on against you because we were fed, you know, we were fed all this information that the girls were, you know, just, you, you, you know what we talked about. And I mean, you know, you had a ton of cocaine on your plane and it was all about you. And really, Joe, it really didn't have much to do with you at all. And look, and, and the fact is, I, I just can't believe that cocaine in the plane allegation is still out there when they have already admitted and the court has found they lied about that. Just like they lied about the search warrants, they lied about criminal activity, and all these are facts. Like, we're not saying this. This is not, we're not alleging this. We're not, this is not our side of the story. This, these things are facts, and they're all on the website and the court documents that are all listed there. Mr. Houston and uh, Joe, keep, yes. in touch, keep in touch with us. Joe, keep us up to speed as to what's going on. Mr. Houston, you, you as well. And Joe, please, uh, please uh, give us a call when we can help you out, buddy. Guys, Thanks, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. You guys be careful. Take Talk care. to you later, guys. Bye, Bye Joe. Bye. Bye.